Hello? Sorry, we can't come to the phone right now. It's girls' night. Hey, it's Adela. My name's Shawnee. And this is Girls' Night. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about self-esteem and how we have struggled with it in the past and what we have done to overcome it. So how was your week this week? Um, pretty boring. I pretty much just worked all day. I, t- I guess this week was like the first week where I actually started my new schedule with like having two jobs because... I was supposed to start like two weeks ago, but then I was sick, so it never really worked out. And then this week is the actual week where like I'm actually working all day. And then like the actual schedule, um, where I went from like not wanting to work to then working forty eight hours mm-hmm. out of nowhere. So it's been it's been fun. It's different. It's definitely different, and I definitely see why I didn't want to work before because I'm so over it. <laughs> legit hate working for other people but you know yeah like literally today I was just sitting like in my car when I was like going from one job to the next and I was like I really don't want to go to this other job and I was like what excuse can I say to not go and I was like I have to go because I have goals and like having a goal in mind is like what keeps me going and it's like I know that this is just temporary I know that it's not gonna last forever if I just go today, like, it's, like, my second job is just two hours. Yeah. So, I'm, like, it's just two hours. You can do it. And, like, today, I was, I just told them I had to leave 30 minutes early. Mm-hmm. So, that's what got me to go to work. But nothing special this week, really. Just getting used to, like, working again all the time, which is no fun. But nothing really special. Work has been pretty good. Um, no drama llama over here. Good. Uh, I wish I could say the same. Oh, no. Not with the dramas, but no work for me this week, unfortunately. Um, I was feeling under the weather, so kept getting sent home, which is no funs. Not funsies at all. But, you know, it's life. So wait, why did you get home, sent home? Uh, I was feeling under the weather at work, and especially because it's COVID time, they want to make sure, because we work with immune-compromised patients, they want to make sure that everyone's temperature is good and, you know, nobody's having any symptoms. I don't have COVID, but, you know, you can never be too certain with anything around these uh, around this time. So, I got sent home. Disclaimer. We are not professionals. We are just two women providing personal opinions and experiences to help others. If you or someone you know is in need of urgent care, Please contact official professionals. Suicide hotline and abuse hotline have been provided for you in the episode description. I've been trying to, and we talked about last episode actually working out, well you talked about working out more often. Mm -hmm. I've actually been working out more often this week even though we were supposed to work out today and we totally have not. Um, But let's not talk about that. Um, Anyway, I have been working out more often Mm -hmm. and I feel like the only thing that really drives me to work out is to look better for myself, which I think ties in perfectly with our episode today, which is about self-esteem. Yes. <laughs> um, so, I mean, have you ever had self-esteem issues in the past when you were younger? I definitely have had self-esteem issues in the past, especially when I was younger. I had moments where I was not very confident, uh, especially being in relationships. I always felt like 
someone was always prettier than me or smarter than I was or was able to achieve more than I could uh, due to my circumstances economically. Um, and they would be able to provide more for my partners, even though I was like young and had no idea what a concept of money really was. Yeah. But uh, I got to work through it, especially through therapy, uh, communication with my partners, with myself, even though this sounds really crazy, but communicating with myself and just writing things down have helped me tremendously. That's so interesting that you had like self-esteem issues with relationships because I feel like when you think about self-esteem, you just think about the way that you look and like compared to other girls or whatever. But it's interesting that you said like you had self-esteem issues with like relationships because I feel like that's so common yeah. and we just don't talk about it. Um, and how how old were you when this was happening? My first serious relationship and when this first started was when I was 14. So I was pretty young. Wow, 14. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I was pretty young. Um, and these feelings that I had at the time and not feeling confident in myself really kind of destroyed me. Um, in my teenage years, I feel like it was a source of fuel for my depression and anxiety in a way. Wow. I can't believe that you said you had a serious relationship at 14 because that just sounds so young but I also remember being 14 and feeling like I was so grown Ooh, yeah and I even remember telling my mom like you don't need to hide this and that from me because I'm 14 because I understand and I'm this grown person which I think to an extent I always was a lot older mentally mm -hmm. um but still like just thinking about a 14 year old right now is just like That's a crazy. baby yeah. it's literally a baby I think for me, being that age, um, having my first serious relationship at that age, having self-esteem issues, uh, and social media growing at that time, uh, where we had, you know, Instagram, we had Snapchat, we had, what was that um, group chat called? Kick. Kick. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Uh, we had Tumblr, you know, all these things. And you saw all these profiles, especially on Instagram and on Tumblr, of all of these and even on YouTube, you saw all these profiles of all these amazing influencers and creators that looked so beautiful and skinny and tall. And they had, you know, they were financially stable. And I was like, I want to I want to look like that. I want to be like that. Like, I want to buy those things. I want to go to those places. And it really impacted my mentality back then. So you would say like your self-esteem issues are mostly like comparison to others, but money wise. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that was the root for me, even at 14, saying that I was comparing myself to others because of their financial status rather than, you know, what mine was at the time is so crazy. But you really just don't know what anyone's going through because I didn't even know that about you. Like, I just yeah. literally just learned that. And it's interesting because, like I said, when I think about self-esteem, like I think about like your body and I never would have thought like relationships or money or something like that because I feel like I had self-esteem issues growing up but it was definitely not money and I think it was more social media based where it's you comparing yourself to other people on social media that you see and at the time you think they're real mm -hmm. and they're actually not real and you don't find that out until you're an adult and you're like 
um, these people are photoshopped and I can't photoshop my real life. So how am I supposed to look like them? So I think growing up, I was, I was honestly always too skinny, which for a lot of people, it's hard for them to understand, like, how are you too skinny? Because Mm -hmm. so many people struggle with overweight, with being overweight. And when I used to tell people, like, I'm struggling to gain weight, it was like confusing for them Mm -hmm. because they were struggling to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And it was for them, I remember them saying like, oh, that's so easy for you to just gain weight when in reality, it was so hard. And I think that was the one thing Like I remember taking pictures at the beach and always being self-conscious that you could like see my ribs or that my arms were too skinny or that like I had this big ass gap between my legs and I always felt too skinny and I had no curves. Yeah. You were like the most confident bitch I've ever known in my entire life. Yeah. But no, I always, I always, always wanted to gain weight. Like I was not over a hundred pounds until after I got married and I was 20 when I got married. And after probably like a year of being married, I finally reached a hundred pounds. I was 20, probably 21. And I always, always thought I was just too skinny. I was always in the 90s. And I like the jokes of people being like, oh my God, you're going to blow away. Or like, like literally blowing at me and being like, you're going to fly. Like that shit is so rude. And people don't like get it, you know, how much those little comments can affect you. Because for everyone, it was like, oh, this is little skinny girl. Like, you know, being like underweight, Mm -hmm. I guess, isn't really looked at as, a problem mm-hmm. like being overweight is yeah like sometimes you can feel bad for somebody who's overweight and be like oh my god it's so hard to lose weight but you don't really think about the person who is underweight and how much you're struggling to gain weight yeah and like seeing all those people on social media it's like how do I get my ass to look like that how do I get my waist to look like that how do I gain weight to look like you yeah I definitely remember when we were in high school I remember even someone making a comment when we walked into a unique and someone was like, Oh, maybe you should eat a hamburger. And I remember literally going into the, into the dressing room and like crying my eyes out because it was hard to like gain weight. I know it was very difficult for you. And like still to this day, it is something that I like still want to achieve, but it's very hard because of my metabolism and it doesn't help me comparing myself to others, especially on social media like, I'll see, like, an influencer, and she'll be, like, promoting something athletic, something like, you know, like, oh, this, this waistband will, like, make you have, like, a, a freaking hourglass, um, you know, waist, and I'm like, bitch, no, I won't, like, no, I won't, because if it did, I would have one, (laughs) but it definitely is very easy to go into someone else's social media and be influenced and motivated by you know their posts and you know compare yourself it's very easy to you know fall down that rabbit hole but sometimes you have to stop yourself and say you know don't get too drowned into this you know their posts and you know their videos and their reels or whatever because everyone's life isn't like it is on social media it's very hard to remember that especially when this generation everything is influenced by social media and it's very hard not to compare yourself to someone else's life yeah they're literally called influencers and sometimes being influenced by people isn't a good thing like you get influenced badly by these people because you think that their life is real like 
living in a yacht and or like going into a pool that's in a yacht or yeah. these crazy things that these social media people are doing that isn't realistic because you don't know what their life actually looks like. Yeah. I love those posts of people where they're like Instagram versus real life and mm-hmm. they show you an unedited version of themselves versus the edited version and you can really be like, okay, you're not actually like that. And I appreciate that because you think that all these people on social media are perfect Mm -hmm. when really they just choose to show you the perfect side of them but they don't choose to show you the imperfect part the struggles that they go through their struggles with their relationship the struggle with their body all the photoshop that goes behind the pictures or maybe even like money struggles like you don't get to see that because it's all edited into a pretty video or a pretty picture but that's definitely not all influencers it's just definitely it's a good majority and it's just it's very hard not to suck yourself into that portion of social media. It's very hard not to compare yourself. It's very hard not to get down on yourself, you know, and say, why don't I have these things? Why can't I look like that? You know, you don't want to fall down that rabbit hole. You just want to make sure that you're looking at social media more of motivation and not letting it affect your self-esteem. Yeah, I feel like you have to be clearing out your social media constantly of like content that does not provide you wellness yeah literally go through your instagram and delete everything that makes you think badly about yourself even if it's a family member even if it's like an influencer that you've loved forever if they don't bring you happiness if they don't make you feel confident in yourself and happy with yourself then block them delete them unfollow them do whatever and clear out your instagram and make it something that's going to be productive for you and healthy for you mentally healthy because we should not be going on social media for hours and hours a day to be influenced by people who we're never going to be like we need to be surrounded by people who are real and authentic i try so hard to follow people on social media who put their real life out there Mm -hmm. who are popular and famous or whatever but will also post a picture of them crying in a car and being like today has been really hard and i love people like that that just are real and i try my best to not have people on my instagram that are going to make me feel awful for not living in the bahamas and not having a billion dollars. I'm not living in the Bahamas. No, I definitely <laughs> I definitely know that. I, I follow this one girl on TikTok. Um, and I think I've showed you her TikToks where she, like, talks about, like, her depression and how she's, like, she was diagnosed with, like, bipolar disorder. And, like, she cries in some videos and then she does get ready with me and other videos. And I'm, like, I love this. Like, yeah. this is real life. Like, this is what we go through, you know. And, like, not everyone goes through this, but this is, like, life. Like, you have to see the hard with the good. And I feel like that's what that's what you want to see on social media. And that's what you should see. Like, people that motivate you, people that inspire you. Not people that, like you said, want to send you or make you feel like you need to live on fucking Malibu barbie island yes seriously and that saying people say like you are who you surround yourself with that is so true and it's not just the friends that you have where you meet up in person it's it's social media to the max like you really have to surround yourself with influencers who are going to make you feel good with yourself yeah and remember when you're watching someone else's story on social media remember that it's their story it's their life But remember that in your life, you're the main character of your own story. Amen, sister. Yes. (laughs) Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at girlsnightpodcast underscore and on TikTok at girlsnightpodcast. Aside from 
you know, being influenced by Instagram and stuff. You have to surround, surround yourself with people who appreciate you for who you are and see the worth in you versus what you're lacking. For example, like the people who I surround myself with, like you and my husband and Ashley, like all of you guys make me feel like a fucking bad bitch and not like somebody who's like worthless and a piece of trash. You know, like you always tell me whenever I'm feeling down, you're always like, don't forget who you are. Like you're a bad bitch. Like get the fuck up. And yeah, I feel like that's so important. But even more important than other people telling you you're a bad bitch, you got to tell yourself you're a bad bitch. Yeah, and that's true. You definitely have to speak kindly to yourself. It's something that we've been learning ourselves to do this past year, especially. We've been trying to speak more kindly to ourselves. And tell yourself you're a bad bitch in the mirror, even if you don't believe you're a bad bitch that day. You got to tell yourself you're a bad bitch anyway until you believe that shit. All the time. Seriously, for me at least, for me building my confidence throughout the years, I've been trying to come up with like a confidence mantra um, that I try to say to myself every day, at least once, either in the morning when I wake up or at night before I go to sleep. If I'm upset, I try to say it to myself more often uh, just so that I can remember, like, I'm a bad bitch. Like, I fucking got this. My literally, my mantra is so freaking cute. I kind of learned it like through TikTok. (laughs) What is it? Are you going to share it with us? Yes. And you guys can come up with your own confidence mantras or use mine, whatever you need. The confidence mantra that I've been using is you're beautiful, you're strong, you're resilient, you're powerful. You are an amazing woman that can accomplish anything you set your mind to, boo. You got this. Oh, that's so cute. And it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. I literally try to tell myself that all the time, especially when I'm having like a breakdown during the day or I don't feel like super confident when I go out or I see like a pretty ass fucking bitch in the corner store and I look Mm -hmm. like a fucking rodent with a fucking hoodie and sweatpants. A rodent. (laughs) Like, I have to remind myself, like, you're that bitch. You may not look like it right now. You may not feel like it right now, but you are still that bitch. There are even times, especially during quarantine, where I would do my makeup just to do my makeup, even though I wasn't going anywhere, just to feel like myself. Yeah. Because you get so caught up in, in, like, now going to work all the time and never being home and like always being busy and always doing something where you forget to love yourself and put Mm -hmm. attention into yourself and we forget how important it is to even just remind ourselves that we are bad bitches yeah and just literally telling yourself that can change your whole mood and the way that you even see yourself and the way that other people see you because people see your confidence yeah like you walk into a room with your shoulders back and your head held high people are gonna be like wow that's a bad bitch it doesn't matter what you look like it's the energy that you provide that energy bro remember Mm -hmm. that your fucking energy yeah so if you if your energy is saying i'm bad i'm bad i'm bad and you walk into that room and you're a badass bitch in your head you're gonna be a badass bitch (laughs) to everybody there it reminds me of like when People were making those videos back then on TikTok where it's like you're driving in the car and you feel like a bad bitch with your sunglasses, you know, playing your fucking favorite song, jamming out, and you feel like everybody's staring at you when really, like, your seat is up towards yep, the car, yep. towards the fucking wheel of the car, and you, you look crazy as hell. It doesn't matter, though. As you long feel as, like a bad bitch, though. As long as you feel like a bad bitch. No, but definitely... Self-esteem is is hard, and it's hard to deal with, and it's hard to be kind to yourself. Like, I remember my therapist telling me in the beginning, like, every session, be kinder to yourself, Adela. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Every session, because I was always so mean, and I would talk so 
rudely to myself and so negatively negatively to myself and if I believe that about me and if I talk to myself like that then that's what I'm putting out in the world and it's what I'm expecting from everyone else yeah so it's so important to to even try because Mm -hmm. I I know sometimes it sounds silly to think about talking to yourself in the mirror or talking to yourself in your head or it helps yeah but you have to try like you literally fake it till you make it yeah no, seriously, me in high school, my senior year, literally the only thing that I could think, and even in college, you know, with a whole bunch of people, especially going to Rutgers, which is such a diverse school, I literally walked around everywhere and I was like, I'm a bad bitch no matter what. I don't care. Like, I'm a bad bitch. I'm going to this class wearing pajama pants and I'm still a bad bitch. Mm. Whatever. If you guys haven't noticed, I literally wear sweatpants and pajamas almost everywhere. Thank you. We love. We love to be comfy. <laughs> Something that I've come to realize over the years, especially building up my self-esteem and building up my confidence, is that people who are more successful or prettier or more intelligent than you aren't the ones who are talking negatively to you. So why are you talking negatively to yourself about yourself? And the people, like you said, that are talking shit about you or talking about you are people who are below you. Because people who are above you and prettier and more successful don't have time to worry about you and what you're doing. It's the people that are underneath you who are like haters, you know, who have nothing better to do with their life than to hate on somebody who's trying. And I just don't like to even see that on social media where it's like, all these negative comments to people, everyone's trying their best. Yeah, seriously, like, we're all freaking human beings, you know? Yeah, and there's no need for the negative comments, there's no need to be rude to people, and like I said, like, the people who are talking negatively about you are the people who are either jealous, are below you, and they have nothing better to do with their life, because the people that you look up to that are more successful than you, they don't have time to look at you and be, and talk negatively about you. People who are above you also have the mentality that you have where it's like, I'm a bad bitch and I'm doing the best that I can for me and they're their own competitor. So they're not looking at you to be like, what can I say about her because she's trying to compete with me, whatever, you know? Like, there's none of that because you're your own competitor when you have that mindset to be successful. Yeah, and it's definitely difficult though not to let those negative comments get to you, whether it be in person or online. It's definitely difficult not to let those things affect your confidence or affect your self-esteem, but you just have to remember who you are. You have to, you know, have your own confidence mantra or, you know, whatever you need to remind yourself, like, I am that bitch. I got this. Like, no matter what anybody says, they're just fucking haters and I know who I am. I always say, don't let someone dim your light just because someone doesn't like how bright you're shining. So have any of you guys struggled with self-esteem and what did that look like for you in the past or currently if it's something that you're struggling with now, you know, and and what are some things that you can do or that you are doing to relieve yourself from that train of thought? I think that it's really important for everybody to surround themselves with good people who can see your worth and who you really are. And remember, speaking kindly to yourself is such an important part of building up your self-esteem and your confidence. Because if you don't, who else will? Yeah. I think this was a really good girls' night convo. It really was. You guys got to hear a little bit more about us and a little bit more in depth about, you know, 
our issues. <laughs> we shall catch you guys at the next girls' night. Don't forget to send us some of your answers on our Instagram at girlsnightpodcast underscore. Follow us on TikTok at girlsnightpodcast. And we'll see you lovelies next Thursday for the next Girls, girls night. night. Girls' Night. Girls' Night.